Okay, we're holding Simon Reishvav. We are in the middle of Siv Bays. Welcome back, everyone. It's page 228. I'll read the Machaber again. Welcome to our time. And then we'll see Mishnah Brura Sikot and Yud on page Kuv Tezvav. That's what we're holding in the Mishnah Brura. Zakh Machaber Siv Bays. Hayla Fana Priha Dama. U Priha Eats. You had in front of you a vegetable and a fruit. And you made a bracha on the vegetable when the schaven lifted as priya eats, and you had in mind the bracha bore priya dama on the vegetable should also patter the fruit. Yatza, you are yotze. We spoke out yesterday in this year that if you make a bore priya dama on a fruit, with the avid, you are yotze. So let's say you have in front of you a fruit and the vegetable, and you make hadama on the vegetable, you have in mind to go on the fruit. You're also going to be yotze on the fruit according to the machaber. And yesterday the Mishabura spoke out, even if the, the, the fruit was not in front of you. If you had a mind to go on it, you're going to be Yitzhak. Zat the Mishabura Sakotan Yud. There are those that argue on this halacha and they hold. Even if you had a mind to part of the Priya 8 that's in front of you, it's not going to work. And the bracha was not levatala. In the skyma, it goes in the priyadama. If all you have in front of you is a fruit and you make a bara priyadama, but the ever you're going to be yaitsa. If you have a fruit and a vegetable and you make a bara priyadama on the vegetable, we're not going to say it goes in the fruit according to this opinion. And the bracha was not a bracha levatala because it goes in the vegetable. He said not to go back and make a new bracha on the fruit. The Savak Bracha is the Hakko. Savak Bracha is the Hakko. Don't make a new Bracha. Viyaser Tayyibliyaz Nimlach Lelecha Miyada Priya Eats. Elach Azman Miyakzi Varechalein. It's better instead of just eating without a Bracha, take a break, make a Hasakadas, come back and then make a Bracha. And that is what's better. Ah, you're going to ask, this is being Goyer Bracha Chainitzricha. So this is a Shaila which came up so many times. I'll just read the, the Dear Two number. Ha'ara number 16, where he speaks out the whole shmuz for us. There's a stira from Milchus Tzitzis to everywhere else, but let's read it inside. Whenever you have to do something because of a sake of the dina, that's not called being gurr bracha shena tricha. Because since you're in a matzav of suffolk, and this is what you have to do to mechaib yourself in the bracha. That's not called being gurr and bracha shena tricha. We came aboard with shochan erech leil in simon kofai and dalit. A cause of the inyan hamavdil kliyim asuuda. Shemayachas yishdeis and poiteres hayayin shemaseicha mazin yichavin shaloy lifteres hayayin. We're on page kuf tezvav. I'm reading the haar number sixteen. If you may have dala, and then you're going into a suda and you're going to have wine in the suda, to suffolk we can connect that uh, wine to the suda. Therefore, have in mind not to patter up the yayin of the suda. Even though one can make an argument that you're being gayer a bracha shenetricha, the answer is no. It's a sveika. Whenever there's a suffix, you're allowed to be gayer a bracha shenetricha to be made to yourself in the suffix. When it comes to drinking uh, liquids during the suda, she beverages she ishdeis and levarich aleim. The kasher she arrayzel is talif men asafik yivarich alamashkim kaidem asuda adas l'shleis b'seich asuda. If you want to be to yourself from asafik, make a bracha on something before the suda, and then you won't be have to make a bracha during the suda, and you are yitzem you you are going to bracha shenetricha by making a bracha before the suda. The chaim b'vor la ilan simen dalin. 
with regards to Nathilos Yadayim Shachris, would be a lach of the ill with regards to Nathilos Yadayim, but like Kavanah Lesuda, didn't have Kavanah, so uh, go uh, touch your feet, make your, hand, make your hands uh, dirty again, and then you can wash again, and that's not called being Gerim or Brachach in the Tricha. Amnam, here's the stira, the Indian Hayashi Metalisi Belaila, someone who sleeps in their talus at night, Shakasa La Il Shiyesh Deus. We don't make a new bracha. Suffer bracha is a hakel. But here it says it's not nothing. It's not proper to take off your talus without with intention not to put it on again right away. So over there the mishabura says if you sleep in your talus, don't take it off. I'm gonna ask not to put it back on so that you can make a new bracha. Even though you're in a matzav of suffer brachas, we say don't be going to bracha shen as opposed to the other five cases, with regards to the bracha of the tefillin shalreish and the yayin teicha suda, with regards to Abdullah, and drinks during the suda, making a bracha before the tefillin sedayim shacharis and tefillin sedayim masuda. Over there, we say when there's a sashik in the dina, you're allowed to go be gerim yourself to be mechuyiv in a new bracha to be mitzi yourself from the safek. Zak the mishnah bura, zak the mechaber sivgim, page kuf tezvav. All of these brachas, whenever you make a bracha, don't make a hefsik between the bracha and when you eat. More than kedei dibur, which is Mishabru over here is going to Paskin Shalom Alecha Rebbe. It's between two and three seconds, around that amount of time. You want to drink right away within that time. Um, you have to hear the bracha that you make. If you don't hear, as long as you actually said it, then you're going to be yaitzit even if you don't hear it. You can make a bracha in any language we'll see in the Mishabura. We saw already it should be in Lashon Kaidesh. You can't make a bracha with a gile erva. You have to cover your erva. With regards to a man. A woman can get away without covering her erva by sitting on the floor and pushing her erva into the ground. Then it's covered with the ground. That covers her erva. Even if someone is clothed, they're not undressed. If the lave is ready, the erva, there's no half stick between the lave and the erva. You're wearing like a, like a nightgown or like um, a robe, right? Without a belt. And then, that would also be a problem with the Rabbanon. I think it's with the Rabbanon, we remember from Simon Ayin Dalad. Liba Reyes Ha'erva. There's a Machlegis if Liba Reyes Ha'erva applies by an Isha. Machlegis, Machaber, Shach, Taz, and Yeradea, and Simon Reish. And Sashayla also over there in, in the Ayins we, we discussed back then. The Chathila by Tfilas Nashim. The Nashim go like this, Hapita Taz, to make a hefsek with their arms between Liba Le'ervasa. But um, it's Machlegis if it applies by an Isha. But especially by a man of the shore, you want to make sure there's no liba reya erva when you make a bracha. Or if a person's head is uncovered, also the verse, also to make a bracha, or cover your head in order to make a bracha, using your hand won't help. Someone else's hand will help you, but not to use your own hand. Interesting, I chazer today the tshuva from Ramosha. How big does the yamaka have to be? He brings down there from Rachel Kluger that within four amas, to walk less than four amas, it could be um, smaller. I don't remember the exact size. But if you want to walk more than four amas, it has to cover the whole head. Ramosha says it's a very large chiddush, this Rosh Hashanah And Ramosha says, even if you want to be chayshish for Hashita, it would just be enough to have a rave of the head, to cover the majority of the head. That's what Ramosha says. But the minig is not like that. The minig is just to cover a mix as a rosh. 
He doesn't give it clear, you know, um, halacha, how big the yarmulke has to be. I remember when I was a kid, I used to have a small yarmulke when I was in elementary school. My principal took it away, and he gave me back one of these chalampo yarmulkes and said, take it home, tell your mother to wash it, and bring it back and get a new yarmulke. A few times. He was a very good principal, actually. That's what he used to do. And that one would cover the entire head. You'd have to wear it for the rest of the day. And cover the entire head. But Ramayusha says the minute is not to cover the entire head. I did see from Ravadi Yosef that it should be big enough that you should see it from all sides. It shouldn't be that someone should look at you and not, can't tell that you're wearing a yarmulke. Now, certain times you see certain people, well-known people, having the back of their heads where you can't see it from anywhere except for the back of the head. That's not the khaira. That that, either way, that wasn't on top of the head. If it has to be khaira, I would think it has to be on top of the head. But, um... Ramosh doesn't give a clear example, but that's what I saw from Ravadia, something which you can see from all sides. Those are the different opinions with regards to the yamaka size, but Al-Kapan, there has to be some sort of head covering when someone makes a bracha. That is the halacha over here. Zakta Mishnah Brosha Kotn Yalal, Ben Bracha La Achila. Behuad Dim Brechas Hamitzvahis, Ben Bracha La Hamitzvah. So too, when they make a Brechas Hamitzvahis, La Hadin Nershachanika, don't make a big break before you light the Nairis, you want to do the Mitzvah right away. And Alat Hilas Lulav, you don't take a big break before you shake the Lulav, you do it right away. More than that is a hefsik. We're discussing here where you're quiet. You make a mighty laugh in the arch and you're quiet. To speak even one word is a hefsik. If it's not if something is not related to the bracha or even to the suuda. Then it's a hefsik, and you have to make a new bracha. If what you say is related to the suda, the chatchili you shouldn't say it, but by the evi you don't have to make a new bracha. If you make a and there's no salt, you say, oh, please bring the salt. You're not mechuyi to make a new bracha. That's not the chatchili. The chatchili you should take care of it before. But you won't need to make a new bracha. On Shabbos, there's a halacha of lecha mishnah. It has to be whole, the chal. And we learned this halacha actually was on Yom Kippur. When we went through these halachas, in Kuf Samachzayin, it was on Yom Kippur, before Mincha, that we learned this halacha. And since it has to be whole, even though during the week there's halacha, you're supposed to cut the challah first, so that you should be quick to be able to take over a piece, to make, not to have a hefzik between your bracha and your achila. There's a mile to make a bracha on the shleimah, so you don't cut off the piece completely, but you make a big cut in there so that you can have it quickly. On Shabbos, we don't make a big cut into it because we're nervous, you're going to break it by mistake, and it won't be like a Mishnah. I that is going to be a hefsik. You're going to make the bracha, and it's going to be a hefsik. And more than that, the minig is that you cut out. A lot of people have the minig; they cut out all the pieces for all the mesubin. Besides the fact that the mesubin are waiting a long time, even the the Baitse himself waits a while till they eat. That's okay. That is mitzad the din of lecha mishnah. We, we we know we have to have this break, and it's still very bad. One person might see everyone, and that's the lecha over there. That's okay, even though there's a hefsik. As long as we're not mesiach das, we're focusing. Sometimes people get distracted. The, the guy makes the the Baitse makes the bracha. People start going new, new, passing the fish, pouring the soda. And, you know, maybe a person should wait and just not be Masiyah Das till they eat from their food. But um, that which is a hefsik over there, that's okay. But in general, the chathila, no hefsik more than two, three seconds. There's another chilek between being quiet and speaking. If you speak out, you have to make a new bracha. Even if there was a long break, you don't need to make a new bracha. Even if there was a long break, you don't need to make a new bracha. 
Even to give honor to someone or because you're scared of someone, you can't be mafsik after you make a bracha. And if you are mafsik, you go back and make a new bracha. You don't make a hefsik for anything, even Kaddish Kedushna and Baruchu. This is different than Birchas Kriyashma, where there we are mafsik for Kaddish Kedushna and Baruchu, because Birchas Kriyashma is not a Birchas mitzvah. It's not a bracha on the mitzvah of Kriyashma. We call it Birchas Kriyashma, but it's not really a bracha on Kriyashma, so there you could be mafsik. Um, for Kaddish, Kedusha, and Baruch As opposed to a bracha, Berchsa Mitzvah, or a bracha, Berchsa Nenin, there you can't have a hefsin between the bracha and eating the food or doing the mitzvah. There is a discussion, I don't know if it's over here, we discussed back then in Kufsa Zion, like how much do you have to eat in order, do you have to actually swallow some food, or is it enough to just chew and, chew and swallow some taste, where you could be mafsik already, you're in a rush, you put something in your mouth quickly, you're in your chewing, and you want to talk, how much do you have to actually eat? So Vivir in Sifkat Lam and Hey, it quotes from the Chay, it quotes from who? Let's see. Chay Adam, even like Bola Rakatam, you just swallow the taste, ain't Sarah Lavs of the Vark. Lechatrila, you shouldn't do it. Lechatrila, one should not speak till they actually swallow some food. But the evidence you spoke before you swallowed food, but you swallowed some flavor, the Chay Adam says you don't have to go back and, and repeat. Um, okay, that's, that's the halacha, but the evidence if you swallow some flavor. Zuck the Mishabura Baiter. Very often with a coffee. Don't make a bracha which is very, very hot or very, very cold. If you didn't put your milk in there, the black coffee is boiling hot. Or you put red milk and it's still very hot because red milk has less milk. My Zayda in front of Kailo always used to buy red milk because it saves the Kailo money. Because you put less milk when you use red milk than you do with the blue milk. Blue milk, you put more milk, no? But that's how it was in the Toronto Kailo. And when it's very, very hot, Tarek Agav, I'll tell you this as a random sample fact, we're getting distracted. Interesting, my grandfather told me at Shabbos, I was away for Shabbos, so I owe the oil of a shikol Torah, because I had to wait for Shabbos. So one tidbit I'll give you from my Zayda, he said that someone showed him from art school, maybe they put out a pamphlet, like uh, every Shabbos, and it said over there that the reason why Yaakov Avinu brought the, the Atei Arozim with him from Eretz Yisrael, and, and Moshe, they took it out of Mitzrayim with them to build the Mishkan, because you're supposed to bring with you a piece of the Messiah. You don't start new, you're always building on earlier foundation, you bring a physical piece of the Messiah with you. So it said there that Toronto Kailim was one of the first Kailim, first out-of-town Kailim, and Maizeda right away, he interjects, he, he says, first of all, it was not one of the first, it was the first. And it says that when they moved to Toronto, they took with them a stender from the BMG, from Lakewood Yeshiva, they took a stender. You see, the same thing that Moshe Rabbeinu that took the Atzei Arazim with them to build the Mishkan, so the Toronto Kailo, they took a stender from Lakewood. So Mazeda said, the facts are true, but that's not the reason. The reason was because the carpenter needed a sample. In order to make the stenders in Toronto, you know, they didn't know how to make a stender, he needed a sample, they, they brought a stender from Lakewood to Toronto, so he had a sample, and they didn't bring it back, because they had it there, and that was the real reason why. Just one thing, I guess I owed you something for being away from Shabbos, that was a nice uh, little piece of my grandfather. Anyways, so, no yivarek, don't make a bracha on mashka or a michael when it's very hot or very cold, when you'll touch hefzik. Make a bracha on a hot tea or a hot coffee, and also like, hmm, I don't want to drink, this is too hot. You have to get something in your throat, otherwise it'll be a hefzik. So the chatzini, you want to make sure you're making a bracha on something that you can eat right away. Made a bracha on food. And after you made the bracha, it became ichi. You should take a small bite. And this is assuming that it's not disgusting. If it's disgusting, then you can't even make a bracha on it. Then you just throw it out and you say baruch shame. But it's not disgusting. It says must, where you're not really interested in eating it anymore. Take a small bite so the bracha won't be levatala. 
is a Kabbalah to pour water out before you drink for certain waters. So if you're going to do that, first pour it out, then make the bracha, so you won't have a hefsik and a bizit for the bracha to pour water out after you make the bracha. When you eat a nut, you shall brenna va'achakakivaret, crack the outer shell, and then make the bracha. The ink kadav ha'hafsik harbe ben abracha la'achila. First of all, you don't want to make a big hefsik and you sit trying to crack the nut after you made the bracha. You won't find a nice one. When you open it inside, it'll be rotten, and then you're going to have, uh, won't be ready for bracha. And then you're going to have a bracha lebatala. What about other pears? Do you peel them first? Do you, do you make a bracha first? There's a mila of making a bracha on a davashalim. So the halacha is if it's something which the shell is not really part of the fruit, like a nut, the shell is just an outer casing or an orange, all cit- citrus fruits. Where it's just an outer casing, it's not really something which is the eaten mechal. It's not a chelik of the davar shalom of the fruit. Then you take it off first, and then you make the bracha, so you won't have a hefsik and you won't find a rotten fruit in there. But if you have a type of fruit where the where the peel is really part of the fruit, an apple, a pear, and some people eat it, some people don't eat it, some people peel it, then what should you do? Should you make a bracha with a peel on, then make a hefsik and take the peel off, or should you peel it first? So they bring down from the Chassam Seifer. Interesting. He used to peel it in one piece. Put it back on, make the bracha, and then eat it. That's brought down in a few places in the Psalm Seifer. That's what he would do. He would like, uh, I guess, I'm not sure how to do it. Take a knife and you peel a big chunk off. You flap it back on, make the bracha, and then you, then you take this piece. That's what he would do. But um, otherwise, uh, I don't know, Allah Lamaisa, what's the best way to do it. Um, if you, it I, my, my assumption would be, if you're not going to eat the peel, and it's going to be a big hefzik, peel it first. You don't want to make a hefzik. It's a nice Indian to make a bracha on a davar shalim, but it's bigger and you not to have a hefzik of taking the deeper from after your bracha. So mamela, if it's going to be a hefzik, better to peel, if you're not going to eat the peel, I'll peel it first. That's what I would think. So the Mishabura Vaiter. Sivkat Yud Gimel B'svasav Avalim Hira B'libayas HaBracha L'Yatav Ayan L'Yel Semenkot B'Hesav Be'ez over there we discussed if someone's in a place where they can't make a bracha then they're just mahar the bracha they're not being yoyed to the actual bracha but you get schar for whatever you're doing you do get some schar um, in cases like that other than to cover the erva as opposed to an isha where it could be tuchit v'karka Paris the vukay to mechusis bekarka stuck onto the ground. The tzarich lias mechusis kol kach shleit tehei near agvaisah. So much she should be on the ground that the erva on the back should not be nearest. Ki agvaisish mishem erva according to beisayish if the back side of the erva has a din erva. Magnav ram marich bezeh umasik the agavas ein mehem mishem erva. Magnav ram holds the back it does not have din erva. Chinoit eksatas agrav leobsim leidal vayiravim lechem bogin gibarim mitzadim gilim lekeb beisayish. That Isha was not dressed and wants to make a bracha, we take it so much into the ground that the front and the back should be covered. Anything which you're making a bracha to eat or to smell, hold it in your right hand when you make the bracha. You should have in mind and, and understand that you're making a bracha here. But the evidence you made a bracha was in front of you. Even if you're not holding it, you're still going to be yitzvah the eved on anything that you're making a bracha on. Your right hand is more chashiv. That uh, left, you hold it in his left hand because that's just more chashiv. It's not so pashit. 
I think maybe a prima gadim says to hold it in your in your right hand, even by a lefty. Api Kabbalah also to hold it in your right hand, even by a lefty. There are some that even say Api Kabbalah that you should eat the whole meal with your right hand, even if you're a lefty. I was just thinking about this before the shear, and I said, really, if I eat with a fork and a knife, I'm usually eating with my left hand if I'm a righty. So the lefty is really a better off because no, you make a face it. Everybody eats with the left hand. Everyone eats with the left hand. What's the correct etiquette? Really? Never. How do you enjoy the food? You're busy trying to get into your mouth. Oh, because you're using. You're your lefty, right? Okay. Really, you're right. The number for the righties, but we work it out. Okay. Akaparan, there is a zach, apikabala. Maybe some some from the Hasidim do like this. They always eat everything with their right hand. Um, don't stick the knife into the fruit and make the bracha even though you're holding the knife in your right hand. And some say this also applies to a stainless steel to, or an iron fork or knife. And therefore they specifically have silver uh, fork and knife because silver was not set upon this halacha. And I think the reason is because the right hand is, is symbolizes uh, chesed. And rachamim, and if you're going to use uh, iron, it, it um, symbolizes din. Therefore, you shouldn't hold it in a knife or in a fork. When they tell your friend to pass you a sefer, accept it in your right hand. So, what did we learn today? We learned today a few different halachas that you should not have a hefsek when you make a bracha, even b'shtika, more than two three seconds. For sure, you shouldn't speak out. But the evidence, if you speak out, may inyan habracha or the suda. It's not a hefsek. But if you speak out, you know what's the weather today? You would have to repeat your bracha. Make sure you're wearing a yarmulke when you make a bracha. How big it should be. Ayin shaman in Ramesh's tshuva. Uh, make sure a person's erva is covered. Even if your erva is covered, make sure there's a hefsek in libra la erva. If you're wearing like a robe, there has to be a hefsek in libra la erva when you make a bracha. If you're making a bracha, something holding in your right hand, is there a covered? You want to smell something holding in your right hand, is there a covered? And um, if you're eating a fruit, which you have to peel, so if it's a, a, like a citrus fruit, peel it first. A regular fruit, I would think you should peel it first, so there shouldn't be a hefsik of teich and deeper before you eat it. Some seifer, the high some seifer would peel it, leave the peel on, make a bracha, and then eat it, so there wouldn't be a hefsik. We'll stop over here, and we should have a wonderful good night.